Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is up, San Francisco 49ers fans? Welcome back to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I am your host, as always, John Chapman, and we've got a fun episode today. Now, if you are watching us live, wherever it is that you watch live, whether that's YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, um, Twitter, wherever, you're going to notice something different. One, I look a little bit different. I just got back from a ski trip, and my face is beet red, um, which had an awesome time with the family. It was really good getting away for a few days, so I apologize for the delay in podcast, but two, you're going to notice that my red face is even more clear. And I just want to say thank you guys. Um, all of the people that have supported me over at Patreon, um, I've been able to upgrade a lot of equipment, sound, uh, video, lighting, and this is just the first wave. We've got some other big um, improvements coming along. So I do want to say thank you to all of the people that have supported me uh, through that. It's been awesome. All the money that comes in through the Patreon account comes right back into the podcast. And if you want to join us, what we do uh, just uploaded the very first film segment of the week. It's over an hour long, just breaking down the offensive footage uh, from the Week 17 win. So if you want to see that, what you do is you head over to Patreon.com, type in 49ers Rush Podcast, and join the Frank Gore tier. It's uh, $8 a month, and it covers all year round basically what I will offense and defensive breakdown every single week and then once the season is over it transitions into draft footage and then after that it transitions into scheme and development and things like that so uh, lots of content over there super super cheap I mean less than a dollar video basically uh, to get that so I do want to say thank you to those who have supported us with that um Lots of new signups with the new year. Really do appreciate that. And obviously, do want to say uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and also a happy new year to everybody out there. Thank you, Joe, uh, Tomomi. All these people are recent pledges. Really do appreciate it. Ben, I uh, want to give a shout out to Richard, Mr. Uh, Spateri, Raymond, Lee, also Mr. Spinoza, and Matt. Those are our newest members over at the Patreon. And that's turned it into a pretty cool way. Uh, lots of good conversations happening over there as well. So do want to say thank you to those people but uh, that's what not what we are here for right now we are here to talk football and there's a lot of football to talk um <laughs> one uh, people try to poach our coaches get the hell away Cleveland we don't want to send any good people your way that is a trash organization top down um, I, I'm all for coaches you know moving up the ladder you know, Kyle Shanahan is going to be our coach for a long time um, you know they came in him and John Lynch together they signed a six-year deal uh, they're going to be here longer than that, obviously. They're in year three, and they're already the number one seat. I think more great things are to come with this uh, front office, but hey, there's going to be people that move up, and that's a great thing. I just don't want them to go to Cleveland. 
You don't want to send people to organizations that just don't know how to treat people and bad things happen. Yeah, there's a lot star-studded cast there, but uh, they've requested permission. I think they're flying out to San Francisco this week to interview Robert Sala. And then obviously our run game and our passing game coordinator, which it seems like the what they want to do is make Robert Sala their head coach and then bring one of those two players or uh, coaches over as their offensive coordinator and just copy and paste what we're doing. Um, you know, it, there's going to be a lot more news out there for our coaches leaving. But again, do not want them going to Cleveland. Um, you know, Kyle Shanahan's blocked some former <laughs> interviews before if he feels it's a lateral move. Um, so we'll have to see what happens there. Lots, lots of stuff transpiring. I hope that we don't get any news before our playoff run in the Super Bowl title is secured. Allow these people to earn and, you know, kind of receive credit for what they've built here. Um, you're always looking forward, and I get it. Nothing's guaranteed in the NFL. But I want them to stay here and finish what they got done, at least for this season, and then move on. Now, a lot of people, and I can see in the comments already, if you are listening live and you do have a question, please just put at John on there so that I can see it, and then we'll transition to it, and I can make sure, because I can't read through the whole thing while we're going live, but not too concerned really about anybody leaving, even if it is Robert Sala, who I do like a lot. Uh, not the best at in-game management and adjustments, but he's still great, and his... Energy and vibe is, is vital. But if he leaves, I have no problem with Woods or Kacarek stepping in. Offensively, it's Kyle Shanahan's show. <laughs> Everybody's marching to his beat. So, yeah, you don't want those guys to go. But same thing happened with Scan Guerrero uh, that went to Denver last year. He was the passing game coordinator. Those things are okay. Their guys are going to come to go, and you're kind of building up that Kyle Shanahan coaching tree now, which is pretty cool. And make no mistake, Every single team in the NFL wants a piece of that Kyle Shanahan offense because it's special. Uh, it's very, very unique. And speaking of that, man, that is a perfect segue in. Let's jump over to some offensive film. Now, um, what you're going to see here is starting kind of early on with just, you know, starting in the first quarter, working our way all the way through the offensive footage of the win over the Seattle Seahawks. And you guys are going to see a lot on there. Now, the thing that you won't see or hear is kind of the notes and all that stuff and what I'm saying over the film and going over and pointing out certain things. So you can pay attention to the kind of mouse clicks and all that kind of stuff that help you some. But if you do want to see that, that is what's over on uh, my Patreon page. So that's going to be available for you over there. So, um, as we continue talking 49ers, we are, we are just covering everything because I, hey, you can either watch on there, you can listen, you can type in chat. We got you covered no matter what. And again, 49ers don't have a game this week, which is an absolute blast. Really, really excited about that because we need to rest. And there's some huge movements taking place for the 49ers already. Um, you know, the 49ers activated Quan Alexander. And his three-week practice window. Now, what does this mean? I see Josue's already on here. Yeah, Quan's legendary. He's amazing. And an awesome piece put out by The Athletic today. You know, they were just kind of interviewing all the players and asked uh, each player individually who they think is the most valuable player of the defense or the offense, whatever side of the team they're on. It, Nick Bosa came out and uh, he said the MVP is Quan Alexander. And they said, what? <laughs> and they kind of made him double down on that and... He just talked about how um, his attitude and leadership, even though he's been injured, is still there, and how he's kept the energy of the defense up. And he really does believe Quan Alexander, or, or yeah, Quan Alexander is the MVP. 
And so his three-week timetable has been triggered. Now, he was a limited participant today um, in today's practice, but that's huge. Um, I doubt that he will be activated for this next game. He is probably not going to be activated until the NFC Championship. So uh, you go this full week of practice and kind of rest. It's going to be all light practices, lots of implementation on some stuff that hasn't been put on film yet. But uh, that's key. You know, Jaquaski Tart, he's back out there as well. He is in a non-contact jersey. D4 did not practice today. He was doing some rehab work off to the side, but the expectation is D4 will practice tomorrow. Um, but he's probably going to be limited all the way up until next week. Slowly bring him back in. Hamstrings are tricky, but you're getting so many guys back. And then, of course, we got to talk about, I want to say the elephant in the room, but I don't want to be disrespectful. We finally have a 300-pound defensive lineman, and it is a familiar name. That's Earl Mitchell, who was the starting nose tackle for the first two years of the Kyle Shanahan era. Uh, they brought him back because DJ Jones gone. Julian, um, he's gone as well. So they bring him back. They release Anton Exum, which, again, which is huge because that does mean – they are expecting Jaquaski Tart back. So this team is improving dramatically. D Ford's coming back. Quan still a game out. You got to win before you see him again. But then Earl Mitchell. So if you want to try to be that team that's going to run it up the middle, I don't think that – how do I say this? Earl Mitchell isn't a guy that's going to get a lot of snaps, maybe 15 to 20 tops. But he will be out there on goal line stands and anytime they're in big packages. So he will fortify the middle of that that kind of tier, the, the middle of the defense. And the reason why we haven't signed him is because we wanted players that had pass rush potential at that position. Guys like DJ Jones, guys like Julian Taylor. Um, that's what we have wanted. However, beggars can't be choosers this late. And if a team does want to try to run it right up the middle, um, we're going to have somebody that we can put in there, and he's going to be just fine. Um, so, yeah, lots of different stuff going on. And, oh, man, man, the greatest goat, great comment. Patrick Willis got snubbed today. Um the semifinalist rounds of the Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist. It went from semifinals to finalist, and then it had narrowed down to five. Patrick Willis wasn't on there. I don't understand how in the hell that is a possibility. I understand uh, the Hall of Fame is very elite, but you're talking about a guy that for a decade straight was the top player at his position, and I don't think it was close. Um, yeah, very, very pissed off. There are two 49ers that did make it to the finalist stage, uh, Bryant Young and John Lynch, which I think John Lynch actually has a better shot at making it than Bryant Young. Uh, they both are very deserving. And let's be honest, at this point, um, everybody is deserving. Um, let's go through the 10 players. Troy Polamalu, Reggie Wayne, Torrey Holt, John Lynch, Edrin James, Richard Seymour, Steve Atwater, Zach Thomas, uh, Isaac Bruce, Leroy Butler, Tony Baselli, Alan Fanica, Steve Hutchinson, Bryant Young, Sam Mills. So there's a lot of very worthy players, and there's so many that they left off that are worthy as well. It is hard, um, but, man, it's what it is. Uh, yeah, uh, Wally Lama, great name, by the way. How legendary is the return of Quan? It's going to be huge. And if he makes it, if we get to that stage, which I think we will, I, I feel very, very strong about the 49ers' chances moving forward. And I'm not the only one. Vegas, 
uh, yeah, I'll jump. We'll jump a little bit off stage. We'll talk about my bookie late later. But um, according to Vegas and Caesars and MyBookie.ag, the 49ers have the second best odds of winning the Super Bowl. They're plus 400 right now. So if you bet 10, you get 40. Uh, I just threw a bunch of money down on that. I love those odds. Um, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take that easy. Uh, but the Ravens are first. We're second. And it goes on from there. But, yeah, it does seem like, you know, with the way things are going right now, uh, fully expected to be one of those teams that's going. <laughs> John Perez, Manscaped Niner announcer of the season. I love it, man. Uh, yeah, really do appreciate all you guys that are here. And, man, it, it is such a fun time. Yeah, the season's been over at this point. You know, every single year that we've been doing this, this is uh, we're almost on the verge of four uh, years straight with the 49ers Rush Podcast. And if this is your first time listening to us, just want to say thank you. Um, it means a lot. So please hit that subscribe, hit that like button, that retweet button, wherever that is. We love it. And uh, we want you to come back for more. Uh, this is turning into a pretty cool environment where people can come together and make jokes at my expense. Please don't hold back. Uh, <laughs> I got to have a couple jokes about my rosy cheeks just being uh, wind burnt from skiing. Uh, so, yeah, please, come on. Help, help me help me get going on. <laughs> See you, Mark. There you go. Uh, so here's another question right here. The Geek Freak, do you think Ford has a chance to play next weekend? Yes. Um, I'd probably say 100% D Ford plays next week. And here's the thing that's awesome. You know, let's transition real quick and talk a little bit of playoffs. We're in kind of an interesting situation, but what the NFL does, so the 49ers, we know we're playing the early game next Saturday, which is great news. That's the best news. Both one seeds, the Ravens and the 49ers, get to play on Saturday. That's one of those extra rewards because the team we play is playing Sunday. They are going to have to have a short week to play us who have a full two weeks to get ready. So that's huge. Now, whenever you talk about playoff seedings for the 49ers, a couple things. Number one, they reseed the playoffs. It's not a traditional bracket like the NBA or like um, March Madness or any of that. It reseeds. So we're going to play the lowest seed that's available in the NFC um, playoff tournament. So here's what you got to pay attention to. Number one is the Saints versus the Vikings. No matter what, we cannot play the Saints. So if the Saints win, we then move on to the second game, which I'll talk about in a second. But if the Vikings win, it's sewed up right there. They are the sixth in the lowest seed. So if the Vikings win, we know our matchup. It's the Vikings. However, the Saints are for real, and I think Saints are the biggest threat to the 49ers in the NFC. Uh, obviously, you know, we went into New Orleans and won, but uh, still, you got to play that game again. Uh, it'd be tough. I, I don't want to play the Saints. They are the team that, not I'm scared of, but I, if I'm doing like a power position, the Saints are the most difficult team in the NFC outside of us. We're, dev we're the gauntlet, <laughs> right? As Eric Davis said, we are the gauntlet, the 49ers. Now, what I am doing is I'm going to be covering the late games on the Hot Mic app uh, both days. So I'm covering the Patriots-Titans game, and then I'm also going to be uh, calling the uh, Eagles and uh, what's it called? I don't even want to say their name. Uh, you guys know who I'm talking about. So those two games are what we're going to be covering for the Hot Mic broadcast app. So if you want to listen to our play-by-play, -play, if you haven't already done so, it's already in the description of this video. Download the Hot Mic app wherever it is you listen to. H-O-T-M-I-C. Use the promo code RUSHESF, R-U-S-H-E-S-F, no spaces. And that's going to get you tied into our play-by-play -play and commentary. And it's the best app out there. Um, we've got a ridiculous amount of subscribers already. 
It's a brand new app that's just finishing development, and it's constantly improving. The tech team, all of the money on this app is insane because they're just pumping it into the tech team because we are trying to rival um, the people that are already out there. We want you to listen to us. So instead of listening to the talking heads and all their commercials that they have on NBC or wherever else, which they do a great job, that's fine. If you want to talk football, and if you want to have interaction during the games with people that understand what's going on, that's what this app was created for. So download the Hot Mic app, whether you have an Android or Apple, it doesn't matter. And what you'll do is, once the TV's on, you just turn us up and you turn the TV down, and it matches up perfectly. It even has sync technology on there. And if for some reason you have to go grocery shopping or your wife's going to make you do something or whatever, you just put your headphones in, hit the broadcast, and we got you. We'll take care of the play-by-play, all of that stuff. And it's free if you use that promo code. So Rush ESF on the Hot Mic app. So um, Juan, thanks. Nice upgrades. <laughs> now we see you nice and bright. Yeah, I apologize for that one, man. I picked the perfect time for uh, to broadcast the new lighting and technology with the red face. But uh, hey, yours truly. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nick kind of talked about this briefly, but if Sala does move on, uh, with the D-line coach assume the D.C. position? Uh, you're talking about Chris Kasurik. I actually think Woods would take over as the D.C. Um, there's not as many calls up front with the D-line. Uh, you know, I've coached defensive line. I've played defensive line. I don't have a problem with it. But most of the scheme calls and all that stuff usually take place with the linebacker or secondary coach. There are some very famous D-line coach, um, you know, D.C.s out there. But... Personally, I would choose Woods, but yeah, you can't talk. Chris Kosarek has brought so much energy and passion to this team. I think both of those guys could do it. I'd be very, very happy um, with any of those guys. Uh, real quick from, I can't say your name, uh, 06S. What are Earl Mitchell's strengths? Power. Power and leverage. Now, he's over 300 pounds, but he's not huge. He plays underneath the center and the guard that he is against all the time and is a huge leverage guy. Now, he's not one of those guys that's a penetrating nose tackle. Uh, he is a guy that maintains his gap integrity no matter what. So, if you go back to when DeForest Buckner was having the best play of his entire career last year, the year before, it was with guys like Earl Mitchell next to him. Because what they try to do is move the gap, which Solomon Thomas is one of the worst at, um, who's playing that position now. And there are two different things. Solomon Thomas needs to be playing the nose in pass rushing situations only. But uh, just with what we're seeing with the starting group, because last week Solomon Thomas was the starting nose. Now what you're going to do, instead of them being able to wash Solomon down in a double team in the run game, Earl Mitchell is just a bolt. <laughs> he doesn't move. He's just a little bowling ball that you cannot out-leverage, and he just maintains that gap. And so this is a huge uh, thing for the running game. Now, what you lose is he doesn't have much of a motor, he's not very, very fast, and he doesn't get in the backfield often. So with every player, you're going to have strengths and weaknesses, but that's it. And again, I... You got to remember, this is a guy that hasn't played this year. Um, he wasn't retired. We chose to cut him and go young. That's problematic. Um, the good thing is he gets two weeks to make sure he's in shape. He knows our system. He's been a part of it for several years, um, and he will get some snaps. I wouldn't, even, To be honest with you, I would really wouldn't even be surprised if he goes out there in the first series. I think what's going to determine if Earl Mitchell's out there is how many tight ends and backs are out there. We'll have to see who we're playing, but this is a move just to bolster. If somebody wants to try to run it up the middle and powerhouse us, he's, that's his job to stop it. Um, 
Man, Defalk, I appreciate this question, and this is rough. Will Robert Sala start Spoon over Mosley in the divisional round? God, I hope not. <laughs> I have kind of been the E-Man bandwagon fan from the start. I loved what this kid did um, in the offseason. I loved what he did in the preseason. I loved what he did uh, the whole time. And I thought he was going to win over DJ Reed, the backup slot position. But, man, he's proven he can play in the slot and both outside corners. I want Mosley in there as a long-term starter. I think he's great. I really, really do. Now, I love our coaching staff. (laughs) And this is a quote I've said over and over again. Their only fault is loyalty, um, and it's loyalty to a fault. And that's how the saying goes because they'll stay with guys like Tevin Coleman that's not performing, averaging just over two yards per carry uh, over the last five games. They'll stay with guys like Witherspoon, who's given up five touchdowns to zero interceptions over the last four games. Um, and it's here's the thing. We have a coaching staff that's super player-friendly. They want to be player-friendly, and that's great. However... At some point, you've got to make a change. And it took them all the way up to the very last drive of the game to make that change. So even if they do start, you know, Akella Witherspoon over Mosley, you got to think that that leash is shorter and shorter. Um, yeah, so you take that for what you want. Uh, Russ, oh, Big Sexy, glad to see you, brother. Hope your ski trip is going great. It is. Uh, we had a really good time. Uh, nobody got hurt and got a lot of, uh, man, it was a good time. I, I love Mammoth. I really, really do. Big reason why we moved out to California was to do stuff like that, so appreciate that. Mark, um, yeah, <laughs> everybody's making fun of my face. I love it. Um, let's see here. What teams do you think will win the wild card? Yeah, great question right there. And, man, <laughs> perfect segment, Steve. Appreciate it. And, too our my bookie segment let's do this MyBookie.ag is the number one sports betting site online hands down it's the best uh they have sponsored this podcast for a long time we've been with them i've bet with my bookie way before they sponsored this podcast i reached out to them and said hey i believe in your product and they responded uh, they are amazing one Always most up-to-date lines out there anywhere online. Uh, they usually adjust theirs right before Caesars does. I have monitored both those and jump back and forth. But two, here's the deal. Um, they match everything with whatever you deposit up to $1,000. So if you deposit $1,000 with your initial deposit, they give you an additional $1,000. Use the promo code 49ers, 49ERS, and they're going to take care of you. Um, now, here's the deal. Games this week. And there's, you know, four games and we'll talk through each one of them and talk mostly about the NFC games. That's what I care about. But I got to start talking about the Patriots who they're five point favorites. They get to play at home versus Tennessee Titans. And man, you know, as I'm doing my research on this and listening to all the, you know, Patriots and Titans podcast and breaking down numbers and all that stuff, because 49ers don't have a opponent this weekend. So I'm able to do that. I love the Tennessee Titans in this matchup. And, you know, I requested to call this game. Uh, I think it's going to be close because of the way these two teams play. But they're very, very similar teams. I think that this there's a strong possibility. I know it's been said lots of times. This could be Tom Brady's last game ever. Uh, very, It's possible. Uh, you know, one, this is the first time in a decade that the, uh, that the Patriots are n- don't have a bye week. And so, yeah, they're playing at home, and I get that. But the Tennessee Titans are built (laughs) to beat a team like the Patriots. So really, really excited about that game. I will be betting huge on the Titans. I think that this uh, number is going to continue to move. Again, Titans are plus five. Um, 
I'm trying to set up a teaser that I really, really like. In the next episode, I'll have that for you guys. But, um, yeah, it, it's going to be fun, man. Uh, this weekend's going to be huge. I like the Titans early. Buffalo, they're plus two and a half. You know, they're traveling down to the Houston, Houston Texans. I love that Buffalo defense. But the problem is Deshaun Watson. I think that's going to be one of the closest games of the year in the playoffs, the Bills versus the Texans, because you have this huge finesse offense, and then you've got one of the best defenses. That's just going to be a fun matchup. And it's going to come down to Josh Allen not turning the ball over. Now, probably the easiest one to determine, the Saints, who I think are a cut above every team playing wildcard weekend. Um, Vegas has them as 8.5-point favorites. That's a lot but still not enough to push me away. You mean to tell me all eyes are going to be on Kirk Cousins? How's that panned out in the past? Uh, you know, we were so close to getting him. You know, Kirk Cousins almost came to Kyle Shanahan. And Kyle Shanahan was on record saying whenever he found out about the Jimmy Garoppolo trade, the first thought was, oh, man, I'm not going to get Kirk Cousins now. So, and I'm cool with that. But I think the Saints are just going to destroy them. I, th- I think the Saints are the best team outside of the 49ers, the NFC, as I said. And then the game that I'll be calling again, the Seattle Seahawks for um, travel to the Philadelphia Eagles. <sighs> it's a two and a half points. Seahawks are two-and-a-half-point favorites despite traveling over to the East Coast. and I, It's rough, man. The Eagles are a mess. Carson Wentz is playing with a man out of his mind with a bunch of backup players that don't even belong in the NFL. But you got to go up against you know Russell Wilson, who's just been special. So it's going to be a fun game. I, do, I, I prefer the Eagles to win, obviously. I don't want to play the Seahawks again. Because if it pans out this way, if the Saints win, which most – the NFL thinks so. And then the Seahawks win. Guess what? You've got <laughs> Seahawks 49ers again, part three, uh, which isn't really what I want. I'm not, like, scared to play them at all. I would much rather play the Eagles, but um, that's okay. I'll, I'll take it. I don't mind. So that's just kind of a quick preview. Uh, next episode, I will have a teaser pick for several of these different games, and we've hit on our last two and if you bet with me early on, we got paid off on a lot. You know, we we jumped on the early Mason Rudolph to win seven games. We got paid off on that this week as the season ended. Um, voted for, or sorry, we bet against uh, Teddy Bridgewater not to win seven games. We got paid off on that. So we had a lot of in-season bets that we got paid off on. And if you guys haven't checked your MyBookie balance, I guarantee you it went up if you jumped in on those bets. And we'll be keep doing those all throughout the playoffs. And you know, I'm working with MyBookie as well to create more draft prop bets, which I love the draft. Uh, that's a big day for me every year. We'll be broadcasting that live, by the way, um, on the Hot Mic app for days one and two. So uh, stay with us on that. We'll keep talking about all that stuff. So here we go. Um, Cursing Parrot. Hey, what's up, man? Glad to have you join us. Even Adam P- Peters is GM. Yes, that is key. Adam Peters, I think, is the most likely to go. We got so lucky getting him from the Broncos um, when John Lynch came over because John Lynch was key, but he never had any front office experience. Adam Peters has been one of the key people behind the scenes, and he needs a GM job. That That's going to happen. I can guarantee it. If I, I, maybe I should talk to my bookie and put this up there. Adam Peters is going to be a GM somewhere. That is happening. And that hurts. He is a special, special man behind the off, uh, you know, behind this front office that doesn't get a lot of credit and notability, but he is key um, to what we have been able to build here. So I do not think that Quan Alexander will play in the divisional round. Kyle Shanahan said so as well, Niner by nature. So 
Um, let's see here from the casual viewer. What do you know about Kittle's shoulder sling? Is he suffering from a nagging injury? Yeah, he's running through people's souls. That's what's happening. And probably just a little bit of extra precaution. Uh, he played so rough. And as you guys are watching this film, um, as we got going on here, you're going to notice Kittle's Kittle. It doesn't matter if it's in the preseason or whatever. And it's rough to play through all these games and be able to have, you know, do what he's done. But, yeah, I'm sure he's got bumps and bruises everywhere. This bye week is huge. I think the bye week personally is more important than home field advantage. We haven't had a bye week since week four. That's three months ago. That's three straight months without playing. And for somebody like Emmanuel Sanders, he was traded – um, after our bye week, but before Denver's bye week. So he played 17 straight weeks. He hasn't had one week off, um, and this is huge. So I think that's going to be um, very, very important. They need rest. Everybody needs rest. And so to be able to come back fresh against a team that's going to play on six days because the NFC uh, – teams they play on Sunday which is huge that helps the 49ers even more so really really excited about that um, Nick do the Eagles or Sea Chickens present the biggest challenge here's the order of biggest challenge or threat to the 49ers okay number one is 49ers if we stay out of our way we should be in the Super Bowl okay that's number one number two is the New Orleans Saints number three is the Seattle Seahawks then it's a huge gap I think it's a huge gap after that. Um, after that, I'd probably say uh, the Eagles, <laughs> then the Vikings, then Green Bay. I, I'm not too worried about Green Bay. Uh, I think that we match up very well with them because they do similar things that we do. We just do better at all of those things. Um, I mean, just look at their coaching staff and all that kind of stuff. They do what we do. They're just kind of the light version. Yes, I understand they have a great defense. Yes, I understand they have Aaron Rodgers, but I'm telling you right now, it's a bad matchup, and we saw that play out. Uh, does that mean they can't beat us? Hell no. But, again, I, I think the two biggest threats are the New Orleans Saints and the Seattle Seahawks. Do I think we can beat both of those? Yes, and we have within the last month. Can we beat them again? Yes. <laughs> but uh, those are going to be the tougher seeds for sure. Um, do I think Philly will come alive? Yeah, that's going to be a fun game. I am very excited about it. Um, and you've got to give a shout-out for Car what Carson Wentz has done this past month has been special. It's been very special. He's playing his best ball ever. And he's doing it with a lot of backup positions out there. So yeah, I really do love and respect what they've done out there. And, you know, I'm not, I, I've never been the biggest Carson Wentz guy, but he's winning me over big time. So um, from Raul, I think Sala to Cleveland is a terrible idea, uh, but there's only 31 head coaching jobs. You're exactly right. You got to take one of those. And Robert Sala's name's been out there. And I think that, is he deserving of one? No, not yet. I don't think he's earned it yet. But he has all of the prototypical types of a good head coach. Um, you know, if, if you want to listen to a really good podcast that just came out, and I'm promoting another podcast, uh, Move the Sticks podcast with Bucky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah. This week's podcast, I think it came out today. I was listening to it when I was driving home. They interviewed Charlie Casserly, which he's kind of crazy and whatever else. But um, he goes through the entire process of whenever he has been on the interview side for a GM and a head coach. And it's wonderful. Uh, it, very, very, it's full with a lot of information. So go listen to that. Very, very good podcast. It's called Move the Sticks. Uh, they do a hell of a job over there, by the way. Um, so 
John, will we be wearing our 94 reds? I wish. God, I wish they were. Um, but, yeah, they have not announced anything yet. All we know is that we we're playing the early Saturday game uh, for the divisional round. Uh, again, we still don't know who we're going to play. If the Vikings win, we play them. If not, we play whoever wins out of the Eagles and the Seahawks. So that's going to be uh, key there. Um, do you think they'll be paying attention? This is from Mr. Superfly. Will they be paying attention to what happens with J.J. Watt to decide to bring Alexander back? I don't think so. The decision's been made. Kyle Shanahan has already come out and said, we're not going to have him for the divisional round, but we will have him for the NFC Championship. They've, they've kind of said that's where it's going to be. And so you don't want to rush him back because you want to take your time. And the way Drake Greenlaw's been playing, there's no need to rush him back. But here's what would happen, and this is where it gets special. Because if Quan does come back, Dre then moves down to the Sam position where Aziz has been. Aziz has not played well. He's played okay but not well. It, it steps up everywhere. <laughs> and yeah, with how well Drake Greenlaw has played, and yes, I know he's now owner of the Seahawks, but he's still not Quan. Quan is, very, he's legendary. <laughs> how else do you say that? Um, do I give the Eagles a chance? Yes, I do. I think I'm a little behind in the chat. Sorry about that, guys. Um, oh, yeah, I did. I mispronounced his name. Thank you, Scott. Xzoom for uh, his name. Yes, sorry. Uh, apologize for that as well. Can you send us out something letting us know when you might be going live? So I've started doing this. This has been requested lots of different times. Thank you, uh, Faithful from Birth. That is an awesome name. So a couple things I'm letting you know. One, if you're watching on YouTube, the best way is to hit the bell. If you hit the bell, once you subscribe to my channel, it alerts you. You get a text message, and it says 49ers Rush Podcast is live. You click on it on your phone or whatever, and it's good. Second thing that I do is I tweet out uh, about five to ten minutes before I'm going live as well. So again, go to Twitter. If you haven't followed me, at JL underscore Chapman, and hit the bell there. That alerts you every single time I, I send out a tweet, it's going to pop up. Now, I know I tweet out a lot because I send out a lot of videos and lots of different things like that. But if that is what you want, that's the best way that I know how to do it. Um, if somebody else can come up with another way to inform people, um, I, I'll be happy to do that. Uh, as always, and I know I say this a lot, and it's not cliche, whatever you guys want, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> you guys were the ones that asked, man, could you add video to this? So I added video. Then people are like, can you add film? So I added film. Can you upgrade equipment? I upgraded equipment. Whatever you want, uh, please don't hold back. And you can always email us at the 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com. My DMs are open on Twitter, JL underscore Chapman. That's there for you as well. Head over to the website, NinersRush.com, which we've got a lot of great content up there. Um, you can fill out a form on there. There's so many ways you can get a hold of us. Whatever you want, we're going to find a way to do it. Um, you know, We started this podcast over three and a half years ago, as I said, with the sole intent of becoming the number one place for 49ers fans to go and get top-notch information. Um, you know, My background's in coaching, and so I wanted to bring that film approach, a coaching film approach to the 49ers. And you know, thanks to you guys and the comments and all the stuff that's out there, we've got a lot of new stuff coming your way. Um, this offseason is going to be bananas. <laughs> We're doing a brand-new thing called Football 101 where we teach from the ground up through a film-based approach what football is, scheme, and all all those things. And also, thanks to my boy Chuck B., we are also creating a 49ers Rush game night, an interactive trivia slash question game live for podcast fans. And you guys can win 49ers gear and 49ers Rush gear and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. So even though it's off season, we've got draft content. 
we're staying full time. Uh, this is a full time gig for me, guys. So uh, we're not going anywhere. So yeah, just hit the notification bell. That's going to be huge. But we've got a lot more. I'm going to be back tomorrow. So we've got some more stuff coming your way. But uh, for today, that's going to kind of end it. And if you guys have any more questions to save those up for tomorrow, we'll be going live as well. And again, if you want to be notified of when that's going to be, um, Best way to do that is on Twitter or on YouTube. Hit that notification bell. And, oh, I got to ask this. Sorry, my social media manager told me to do this. Thank you. I put this off. My bookie has sponsored us for a long time. Really do appreciate them. However, we are looking at moving forward um, with sponsorships. And if you would like your company or your product or if you know somebody who would like to be associated with the 49ers Rush podcast, please hit us up. Um, we want this to be an organic thing. We average between fifteen and 20,000 um, listeners and downloads across all podcasts. Uh, podcast platforms, Twitch, YouTube, uh, you wherever podcasts are, we're there. And we add a different a different element uh, through the video and interaction and things like that. So if you would like to be associated with that and we want to create, create a customizable package to get your company and uh, whatever it is you're promoting out there. So please reach out to us at JL underscore Chapman um, or at 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com. Would love to have that conversation and make sure it's a fit for both of us. Uh, I, I I don't know if you, <laughs> I don't know if it's good to say this. I turned down a lot of people that I don't think uh, would be beneficial to our listeners. However, please reach out to us and maybe we can make something work out for both of us. So until the next time, and man, it's nice to not have a game this week. I don't think I've ever said that before. It's nice to not have a game because we already moved on. We're in the second round. Really, really excited about this. And as always, talk to you soon and stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.